and Tucker Carlson invites a leftist on his show, right? He invites a person who is definitely a socialist and they come on the show and then the people on the left going, why are you validating? Tucker Carlson is one of the highest rated fucking news programs already. He's validated. Already. He's already validated. Like you're not valid. You're not disvaluating his points by going, yeah, the millions of people that watch Tucker Carlson don't want to talk to them. Yeah, it's because left like a lot of leftist thinkers, a lot of liberals, a lot of rad libs, even a lot of like weird fucking anti-far people. <laughs> anyway, they're like they think that if you just ignore the problem, if you yeah. ignore those people, right? Because they perceive them as the problem. If you the ignore plurables. those people, yeah. they'll they'll go away. Right. I hate to tell you, sweetie, they're not fucking going away. Today, all over the world, there are thousands of Sino-Soviet intelligence agents with money to burn looking for unsuspecting targets for exploitation among members of our forces. It wasn't a loss, it was a win, in fact. Just like, and hey, I'm from Australia, mate, and I'm going to fucking cancel you. You're you're rich and you want neoliberalism. Exactly. It's like the worst <laughs> person you know goes, you know what, I've had it up to here with you. I can't stand you. You're, you're done, sis. You're canceled. It's like a very big compliment. Also, I love the, like, yeah, calling you rich. It's like... Yeah, man. Out of all three of us, the guy walking in with the money is is totally mad. He walks in. I hear quarters just slapping around in his pockets. His pants are sagged to the ground with all the stacks he's walking in here with. It's honestly very, you know, you know, a bit vain. I'm being honest. I'm surprised the mic doesn't like pick up the constant jingling because anytime <laughs> he breathes, yeah. change is just clanging. There's together. all these fucking Benjamins and everything. He has a pouch of, of gold coins around his neck. She's just like, you just want to propagate the liberal establishment of the fucking neoliberal whatever word salad that yeah. she's going to throw at me. And I'm just like, I'm so, dude, and I, I took your advice. Like after that whole exchange, I was just like, fuck, man, fuck this Australian bitch. Why is she talking about the U.S. and muted her ass? Exactly. Yeah. No, that's, that's. <laughs> like it's really it's not worth it it's not worth the stress social media she is wouldn't just well there. the thing is like she so she bitched about like oh so, like this girl like posted uh this like chat about me and like i actually like i kind of was like dude that's not cool like that's a private chat and she's talking about like oh well people say shit online and it depresses me and whatever and all this stuff right and people were like look at her crocodile tears and i'm like listen I, I agree it's probably in bad faith, but she I like that's not cool. Like she shouldn't have posted that chat. But at the same time, I'm like, this girl, I was like, if she can't take it, don't yeah, dish it out. Exactly. She does this shit all the time. And, she and then, calls people out and it's like it, it, yeah, it's literally like I, I I you know, I agree. It's hard for me to be to feel bad for you right. in that scenario. Yeah. Even though I agree, I don't think you should post someone's private stuff. It's kind of shitty, but it's also like you're constantly jamming yourself into into places, calling people out, putting yourself out there. So it's like when this shit blows up on you, it's kind of like, well, yeah. Yeah, and, and the thing is, like, you know, after all that, like, even a guy, there was some dude... Um, Her army of reply guys. Yeah, <laughs> well, he's he's a he's a follower of, like, Cognitarians and stuff like that. His name yeah. is e- Eli Mayo or whatever. He's got that avatar of the dog, like the Simpsons yeah, dog or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so he he um he was like, Oh yeah, the sinners sinners need to be punished. And I was like, I think people can change, but at the same time, like if you're gonna shit talk people, like you are um, you know, you you're opening yourself up to shit talk back because yeah. you can't say, Oh, woe is me when you just called like a person who said that they were raped, uh, like, oh, or not raped, said that they were like 
uh, sexually assaulted, you can't be like, well, you're lucky someone sexually assaulted you because yeah. you're ugly, right? <laughs> and she said this. And and I, so I, I said all this, right? And then he was just like, yeah, the sinners reap what they sow. I'm like, cool, dude. Like, don't even exactly. fucking. Yeah. I was like, cool. And she did the same shit. I was like, cool. Don't even argue my fucking point. No. He's literally just he's just he's just calling you like oh being like you're oh you're being a scold or like like a moralist or whatever. It's like no, you're literally just saying you've done and said shitty things. This is not like 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 karma. It's just saying I when I'm presented with the things you do, so when you go out there and cry and say, Oh, this person is so mean to me, I go, I don't feel that bad for you because you do this shit too. You do it literally all the time. Yeah. Like that was like her shtick, right? And it's just like uh, as well, like, you know, I was like, you know, I've defended her in the past on certain things because she is every once in a while, right? Like a fucking stop clocks right twice a day. Yeah. Right. So, you know, her fucking fried brain, like every once in a while will produce like a good argument or something. And I go, OK. And then people will just like they'll shit on her no matter what. Right. And so I'll, I'll you know, every once in a while I'll be like, well, I think she's right in this regard or whatever. And then like after I was like, oh, OK, she claims that neoliberalism like everyone's neoliberal and like no one's talking about like the arguments and stuff. And she just fucking ad hominem the shit out of me. Yeah. Like she would, she never even, she never even like attacked my argument. She just straight up was like, Oh, you're a a liberal shill and you want the liberal order and whatever. And then she took it in super bad faith. Like she was like, Oh, I don't think whatever. Which Josh, me and you, we know for a fact. Matt, biggest liberal shill of them all. Yeah, so pretty much. Know like, you know, his, the corpo money just flowing into his yeah. bank account. Coke he's bought, He's a bot man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but while we're on the topic of the Twitterverse, yeah. uh, let's get into ContraPoints uh, getting canceled by the left and um, just the self-cannibalization of what is Twitter left and well, how just, they yeah, can't yeah, have yeah, yeah. any sort of discourse or any sort of uh, opinion that deviates from like the middle of the road like sharing experiences i think because what she did right did you see what the actual tweets were yes okay where she just she was sharing her experience and how she felt but that's basically what she was doing she wasn't really making a stand or anything she was just saying that um you know when i'm when i'm in a circle right of people and they're all cis and they just start sort of giving their pronouns out. She feels uncomfortable because she knows it's just for her. Right. Because they're fake. Like the whole point was they're fake about it. Right. Like they're just kind of like, Oh, like you're, what are your, you know what? Like they're not actually being sincere. Like they're not caring about what she's going to say. Usually she's just like, they all kind of like do it for me and it's performative. And I don't like that. And and they've clocked her as trans too. Yeah. Which is something like, like every, you know, like, from what I can, from her specifically, is that she wants to pass, right? And I feel like that's probably a common experience for, for trans people, is the desire to pass and not be clocked. I did, I did see the fault. I think it might have been the second tweet in that thread where she was talking about, I find it so funny that when I'm at these like uh, leftist parties or whatever, everybody yeah. clocks me as trans. But when I'm out at the bar, everybody like gets my she, gender right. She passes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she passes yeah. in public when people are yeah. like hyper aware of who's trans and who's not. Right. Yeah, and, and and the thing is like you you go okay like the rad libs are out in full fucking force because like like any experience that deviates from their own. And any experience that absolutely like does not adhere to their strict moral code, they cancel somebody. They canceled like one of the most prominent 
leftist trans YouTubers of BreadTube. Like, they, yeah. The most prominent. They canceled her for saying, I feel uncomfortable when people are performatively woke. Right. And, and like, they got upset that she was calling them out. Well, yeah, and she's so, like, what about non-binary people? Well, yeah, it's like th- her experience thing. isn't non Like, that's the thing. Like, you yeah. have, you know, like the whole self-cancellation and like or the, the whole culture around cancel culture is so toxic because uh, it's it's a it's a moral litmus test. Right. It's it's who's the, and most of the time it, it, the people who are saying it aren't even what they are. Like they say, what about non-binary people? Right. There may be a couple of non-binary people there, but there's probably a lot of non non-binary people mm, that yeah, are saying mostly that. cis people, so, right? Yeah. yeah, and and they're the ones that come come down from the the you know the the high heavens to decree what is and isn't okay to talk about, and you know when she gives her experience, like they always say, oh, we want to hear trans voices, but then it's like unless unless they don't want to adhere to what we yeah. want. So th- it, what's funny about yeah. this situation is that. Contra herself basically called, like, said this was going to happen. Yeah, in the, really. Like, in previous videos, she's been like, "People expect me to be the voice for trans experiences and to be pitch perfect on mm-hmm. every issue." And uh, I think it was um, the, the episode she did on the um, transgender video. Um, no, it was gender critical. Okay, so it was on um, like like the turfs mm-hmm. where she was like uh, towards the end, she's like. You know, um, I'm just sort of giving my thoughts, my opinions and my experiences and I'm not perfect. So I'm probably going to fuck something up at some point. Mm -hmm. So all I ask is that when I do fuck it up, right. Or when you think I fucked up, not to like, you know, destroy me or whatever. And then it happened where she just gives her experience. People get fucking, you know, rub themselves up into like this frothing rage over it. And she says, fuck it. All right. I'm out of Twitter, which I think. Probably a good idea. <laughs> like, if for, for well, someone with that level of an audience, I think probably a good idea just to, to get the fuck. Because, like, it's going to keep happening. It's yeah. not going to get any better. The and, biggest. Oh, sorry. Oh, well, I was going to really quickly, and then we can get to you, Matt. I was just going to say, uh, reading through the comments of people, the people defending her were saying, like, I don't think you guys watched any of her videos or yeah. actually a yeah. fan of her. You just heard about this on Twitter and you flocked to what this is yeah, yeah, and had an opinion bad. without even knowing one, we don't even know the real contrapoints. You know, we know the YouTuber and yeah. we know the Twitter, but that's not the real person. So we obviously don't know, like we can't make value judgments about a person necessarily. The problem yeah. is that we lack the language to define what the Lacanian real is. I, I don't know if you did any, enough nose snorts. Right <laughs> I, yeah, I, don't I, I, I don't know if I buy that Zizek right there. Yeah. Um, no, I think you're. I think you're totally right, Josh. I don't think these are people who know her, who enjoy. They're her bad content. faith actors, just yeah, straight up. They're like they flies to shit. Basically. They they are bad faith, and like we were talking about it, you know, when it started happening a little before the pod, where it was. Um, I said, you know, it, it's smart. Yeah, get off Twitter, whatever. That's fine. She still got her YouTube, whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, like, if we want as many, like, voices, like, especially trans voices, as we possibly can to, to hear their experiences, regardless of what they are, right? Because every once in a while, spoiler alert, it's going to hurt your fucking feelings. Or not, yeah, yeah. it might challenge your... It might challenge might your challenge preconceived it. notion yeah. of how the world should fucking work. But, like, you know, we lost a voice 
of that on Twitter, right? Uh, and that, yeah. and it's not like it's not the end all be all because fucking right. obviously Twitter melts Australians' brains, but at yeah. the same time, like, like you know, you know. It, it, who knows? Maybe it would have melted Concha's brain the longer she was on there. So. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But I I I think it's yeah. I think what it's, pissed me off yeah. though, no, like what really kind of made me mad. None of the like all the other bread tubers were fucking like silent as shit. Like I didn't yeah. like. It, it was only after the fact they started saying something. And I'm like, yeah. yo, like, you're not going to back up your girl? I saw Ollie. I think Ollie was vocal during. Ollie was vocal, but. There Lindsay was Ellis a, came out after to be like. What, yeah, like. I've a, talked to her. A hot minute after, yeah. Yeah. Um, in the others didn't want to get involved i don't think i yeah. think I it's just a matter of self as scummy as it is it's a matter of self-preservation, self-preservation. oh yeah you don't want the, the well, train but, of but, like, no. but like think about think about you. this for a minute right really think about this for a minute yeah. right so you have people and this is very devious you have people who say we need to uphold trans voices right and a trans woman gets attacked sharing her experience, yeah. and the only person who defends her is Philosophy Tube in that space. And Lindsay Ellis comes out afterwards, and the other people are silent because they threw her under the fucking bus. They just left her to the fucking wolves, right? How how is how is that not hypocritical? If yeah. you say we need to uphold trans voices and we need to fight back against like right leaning people. Right, especially like in these public spaces such as YouTube, because it's a big thing about BreadTube. We need to, you know, de-radicalize YouTube so it's not so like alt right, alt light focused. Yeah. And they say like, and they're fucking silent because they don't want the the backlash. And it's like, yeah. well, you know, I'm sorry to say this, but like, if you want to institute any type of socialism, or if you want to institute any type of social change, or if you want to help these people, there's going to be backlash. Yeah, you're going to have to go. To- go to battle yeah um i would i would have argued like why not you know if they support her like why don't they all just say well we're we're off twitter like as like solidarity as as in but that that silences those voices though well not permanently i just mean like as a gesture of you know i think natalie's been yeah i get what you're saying i think if they i think if they all came out and they said listen like we're all taking a break from twitter because we're supporting our girl if they explicitly say that yeah yeah, yeah, absolutely that's a good it's so funny that the the fans or especially on reddit you always hear chapo talk about their followers or david packman talk about his followers and like the ravenous beast like these people who are supposedly fans they listen to you know red scare they listen to the podcast and then they're so critical of everything yeah. that is said <laughs> the red scare in a public forum the red scare subreddit listen we gotta shout out our girls anna and dasha right they say some stupid shit a lot of the time but the red scare subreddit oh, mother of god like this there was a uh, uh there was a guy his name's justin murphy murphy he's a, a catholic communist right and he had Dasha on and he was like, yo, he's like, dude, I get called some shit all the time. He said, I've never felt as bad as when I got on the Red Scare subreddit because yeah. people were calling him like the R word. And people were <laughs> yeah. like, look at this dumb fucking incel and all this shit. Yeah. Like the, the Chapo subreddit is, is like, if you bring up this, the, the podcast, but like, well, you listen to the podcast or if you do, they'll be like, oh, I don't listen to liberals. Like, like, like yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like it's, it, it's definitely a. Though I don't know if it's better if your fan base openly loads you because if they don't put you up on a pedestal, then you you won't fall. I commented right? on the Red Scare subreddit the other day and I like posted and I was like, hey, listen, like the girls haven't really been releasing that many premium episodes 
and like, yo, like you only rec- you you make fourteen thousand dollars a month, and right. you only record two hours a day, and like or two hours, you know, a week, and you haven't <laughs> even been doing that. So kind of like, what's going on, right? right. Kind of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And so there was a guy who was like. Shut the hell up. Like, you're acting yeah. like a woman or a gay. What? <laughs> wonderful wonderful what? fan base they've cultivated, I've got to say. That sounds great. <laughs> he what was like, quit fuck? being a bitch, dude. You're acting like a woman or a gay. That's Reddit for you. Reddit mm-hmm. is just, it's like, here's all the fans, right? You imagine a giant box of sand, and it just sieves it down, 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 until there's a giant cat turd. And that's the people who, like, interact with, like, that's the people on the subreddit who actually the, post or comment or who actually yeah. get involved is just the cat shit that you 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 sieve out of the sandbox or whatever. Um, just it blows my mind that yeah. you're like you're fans of this show or this product, and you're so highly critical of it. But I don't know if that's better or not because if you're so if you're if you're of the opinion that you know they can do no wrong and that they're amazing and the best, then like when they do finally somehow like like go against what you think it's the backlash is going to be so bad where if you just openly loathe them from the start then like it doesn't matter what they do it's, you're never gonna you know get mad enough at them to actually do something because like yeah you acknowledge yeah i hate them well it's <laughs> they really suck. it's really annoying because also like if you're not critical of like people and their viewpoints or like whatever right like their art or whatever you want to call it like yeah. podcasting is not an art obviously but whatever. well um <laughs> matt <laughs> uh, yeah, certain certain podcasters, right? Three uh, men in the South uh, definitely have elevated it to high art. But uh, yeah, so anyway, like if you're not critical of people, then you just get these like people who are like, oh, you know, um, they just always defend the people. And it's like really weird because you go, wait a minute, like this doesn't like logically clock with what they were saying beforehand, right? Like I said, yeah. so like, you know, when... Like, I, I really like Angela Nagel, right? But, like, when she says some stupid shit, I'm like, yeah, like, that's dumb, right? Right. Like, and that, that's, the th- like, when she was talking about, like, oh, well, you know, uh, you know, she, she kind of she kind of forgets about, like, the international proletariat and stuff like that. And you go, right. well, yeah. you know, it's not just, like, we can't ever have open borders, right? It's like, I agree with you, we need to fix shit before we have open borders. But, like, that's the ultimate goal is to yeah. have, like, free movement of people. Yeah. You know, um so yeah yeah no i mean i agree you like you should be able to call out people you like but it seems to be but, a little more than <laughs> that little it's much. highly <laughs> aggressive testosterone filled rage it's a viper's nest yeah, yeah. i think I, the well, first thing i think I, it's an estrogen yeah. filled rage honestly on the red scare so it's a there are, it's a mix the majority of uh red scare listeners are women and gay people either either way they're nasty yeah nasty people as trump would say very nasty <laughs> A basket of the deplorables to come from the other side. Um, speaking of Trump, uh, can we can we move to like the probably the funniest fucking thing? Sharpie Gate. Sharpie as, Gate. As stupid, known. stupid. We gotta add Gate onto everything. Like you know, because Watergate was the name of the hotel, right? So it doesn't make sense to add Gate. It, they weren't. It wasn't like oh, the Nixon people like stole their water. <laughs> Watergate. No, it's the name of the, the fucking hotel. hotel. So if you yeah. add Gate onto everything. Um, but yeah, Sharpie Gate, I guess. Um, <laughs> you want to give us the lowdown on the, de- the yeah deets? the timeline of this. All right, so this is how Trump's be- big, beautiful, wet, smooth brain works. Is that you know somewhere down the line he heard the words Alabama Hurricane Dorian, right? 
somehow, some way, he, he those two words got associated in his head. So he tweets out a bunch saying, you know, hurricane's coming, guys. It's a coming. Alabama, get ready. And people were like, hey, wait, no one, you know, none of the project, uh, projections say it's going to reach Alabama. It's unfortunately not going to hit Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Alabama, for better or for worse, is totally safe from this worse. storm. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. Okay. We'll <laughs> go with that. We'll go with worse. Um, uh, so, but Trump decides, you know what? Um, you know, I know it's going to hit Alabama. So he doubles down on this and then he gives the, the conference, right. Where they're doing like the national, like the, you know, this is what we got to do to prepare for the hurricane. This is where it's coming. And he just shows the map, uh, where you see like the, you know, the lines and like the big circle where it's going to hit Florida and then parts of Georgia and go up to Carolina, Carolinas. Right. And then just this weak ass little, little added thing, you know, drawn onto it with boots clearly Sharpie where it will touch Alabama. <laughs> and Trump is just looking at it like, yeah, you see, he's going to hit this. And then, Oh, Alabama is going to get hit by it. And it's glorious for so many reasons. For one, just the utter, you know, refusal to back down on something. <laughs> Imagine if a, if a Democrat got caught misnaming something he'd be on his knees oh i'm so sorry oh no of course it's not gonna hit alabama i'm so sorry. i would go even further than that not yeah. just any democrat literally any, any single other- person besides yeah. trump and the part that res me up the most is that they're at this point i mean it's already bad enough yeah. but <laughs> after the sharpie incident yeah. if you're a politician supporting trump or in his administration and you aren't actively seeking his immediate removal you you're <laughs> like it's the whole emperor's new clothes situation where yeah. it's like oh yes mr trump you're so smart for your projections that's what they're doing that's what's so fucked up or not fucked up but just so that's fucked up I mean, mind-boggling is that it's so clearly wrong but they just they're like you know like sean spicer right like they just they just they just repeat what he says, what his big, beautiful brain spits out. They regurgitate. Yes. Oh, uh, you know, oh, well, you know, it wasn't going to hit Alabama, but then uh, Trump's majesty, you know, it just spread the, the storm down the coast. And now it's going to actually what you don't know what, you know, Trump, it brings up a great point is that all weather comes from Alabama and it all ends in Alabama. I like, this is something we haven't talked about yet. I like the um, I just like the audacity of my man's. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like how he's yeah. just like. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. And just draws a Sharpie. Like, I'm just kind of like, you know, say what you want to. Really yeah. dumb person, right? Obviously. He uh, does this shit all the time. But, like, at least he has heart. Right? I don't know. I don't know if that's heart. <laughs> I think that is. That, he has cojones. He's got some balls. It's utter. It's uh, so, it's utter confidence in a man who should not have any confidence. Well, he's the guy who said. He he's also said before like only fat people drink diet coke and he just he like drinks diet coke <laughs> you know all so, the time. so my man's just got like confidence like through the roof you know he's just like That's so how confident. you get the babes confidence right it's it's also very illegal to do that to to modify uh the federal weather reports there's a specific law that says if you modify it in any way that's like a felony and it's like fuck it We'll Who get cares? them on that. Like, if we just, 
I would love it if that's what Pelosi finally put her foot down on. She was like, we have to respect the weather laws of this country. Children in cages is one thing, but drawing on a map with a Sharpie, you're fucking done. You know dude. who pro- you know who else draws on the shar- the map with the Sharpie? Russia. Hitler. I, I probably, probably think I, I think probably Putin. Like I saw oh, yeah. no doubt. I saw a phone call that President Trump had with get this, Vladimir Putin. Putin. That's a Russian sounding name, isn't it? Yeah. There's <laughs> the liberals are so fucking they're so fucking stupid. Well, you that know they don't even like get him on that. You know, and and the the glorious Meghan McCain taught us this that it's actually illegal in America to have any overlapping opinions with Putin. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we've learned from the Russiagate stuff is that the the refrigerator known as Meghan McCain. <laughs> she is a stocky lady, you know, like you she's built she's built for for uh, to last. So I'll one of my one of my favorite p- things about Megan McCain was I saw his pictures. Like post the 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 picture on your phone that's like the funniest. That like the longer you look at, it, it's funny. It's her crying at her oh dad's God, funeral. Yes. It's a guy. It's like a guy trying to feed her spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen so many of those. And she's like um, crying, and he's like holding spaghetti out. Like I've seen one where it's where it's her crying, and then that Garfield. It's like trying to comfort her. And like they just cut out Garfield. And he's like touching her shoulder. <laughs> like, oh, oh Megan, don't God. cry. Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of um, Megan McCain and her fucking war criminal father, who's now dead. Uh, let's talk about Pamela Anderson. Let's being... do the, the thing we, we never, ever should ever do and talk about the view. Okay. So I, really quickly before we get into this, I actually have like a major grievance against YouTubers who only talk. There's a one YouTuber in particular who I actually really like. But all he talks about is the view. And I'm just like, there are more important things to talk about. Yep. But the fact that we have been sucked in to it's like <laughs> Joy Behar this week said, who gives a fuck what Joy Behar yeah. said? Or or Whoopi uh, <laughs> criticizing Whoopi Bernie about like not taxing the, wanting to tax the rich because she's never she followed him for years. But it's yeah. just like she, the view she lives half of her time in California and the other half elsewhere because she doesn't want to pay taxes. So anyway, yeah, so. but the the view solely exists to get people critical of like the view to talk about <laughs> it. Yeah, like that's their sole purpose in the existence. So fuck it, we're gonna do it. We're gonna talk about we're the view. Talk about it. Yeah. Well, in specific, we're talking about one particular thing on the view, and it's uh, Pamela Anderson somehow being like the smartest thinker we have right now. Like, <laughs> I mean, being like, well, it's like backbone. It's like, like Zizek. And then Bernie. Oh, she, and then Pamela Anderson. She added Zizek too, and it was like, Pam, what's going on here? She was like, yeah. Yo, at Zizek, and I was like, Okay, something's going on and here. She's like, been doing this for a while. I've noticed a nice collab um, on Twitter, especially her tweeting out stuff like this. So, like, her, like her opinions weren't a surprise to me. It's just that her appearance on here, and then her backing them up i think was very surprising because the view and how smart she like and i'm not like obviously she can be smart but i'm saying like how coherent like especially against like the refrigerator known as megan mccain (laughs) like when she's just like my father was in the military and the military is great and blah blah and this is you know she's fucking talk your fucking ear off you know and it's like and then pamela's just like well you know the problem is like the american military has committed war crimes and they need to be held responsible and blah blah and you're like what the fuck? Like, it's just so shocking because, like, obviously she's a public figure. Obviously she's been talking, you know, a lot, like you said, on Twitter and stuff. 
but like to have that much coherence on like a program that like a bunch of liberals fucking watch yeah. and that like Megan McCain is constantly just like throwing like God bless America and the military is great and these the people are terrorists and all this stuff at you just like yeah. bombarding you with her shitty ass opinions right yeah it's so uh, I, like the confident like the the refusal to sort of to back <laughs> down and like compromise right on her opinions like because that's what the view like that setting is basically right for for that is to you go on there and it presents a friendly face oh we didn't even say what her opinions were uh. Like if you haven't seen the, the okay. yeah, yeah, if you should, haven't seen yeah. the clips, uh, Pam Anderson is essentially they're talking about Julian Assange and they're talking about Chelsea Manning. They're talking about all the WikiLeaks stuff, right? Yeah. And she's saying that like because they exposed war crimes that the U.S. committed, that like one of them's a publisher and the other two are like heroes, right? Because they are they're they're yeah. heroes for free speech, right? But apparently free speech only goes so far. Yeah. Um, and you know, if you talk, start talking about Uncle Sam, and of course Megan McCain, you know, daughter of uh, known war criminal John McCain, um, <laughs> when she comes out, she's obviously going to defend the military, and so she tries to defend him and says, "Well, whatever." And and uh, Pam said it's wrong, and the U.S. needs to be held accountable. Well, yeah, they they expose war crimes that have not been prosecuted, not mm-hmm. just the you know, I think one. The other women brings up the you know the helicopter video or just us gunning down mm-hmm. civilians, and but she's like you know in there are more than that that has not been yeah held accountable for and so she you know sticks to these and I think it's impressive because like I said it presents a friendly face it's supposed to be a friendly setting and it's so easy to just be like you know to come in there hard but then you know it's a bunch of old ladies right so. You know, they're like, well, you know, maybe it's not like that. And you might be like, well, you know, of course, God bless our troops, but, you know, whatever. Right? It's so easy to fall into that trap because you're it's like, a, you know, you think, well, this isn't the time or place for me to do, be doing these things. But Pam Anderson decides, you know, what? no, it is. And I'm not going to back down on this and I'm not going to let them, you know, cajole me into like, you know, uh, blunt, uh, you know, blunting my edges. Right. I really I, I mean, I loved it. It's great. Fantastic. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Josh, you have anything to say on it? No, it's I mean, I, I just watched the clip, like, before we started recording. And I, I wanted to watch the whole thing because I was, like, hanging on to every word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, no, I, I agree with all your points. The fact that, I mean, one, it, it is the view. So, That's you got to remember. He doesn't yeah. want to be grouped in with that YouTuber. You, you got to yeah. remember that, like, it's so easy to make good points against these well, people. Yeah, because this is like, so Pam Anderson going on there is like, um, she was like Thanos coming back to fight the Avengers, right? Just slapping them aside because they're all, you know. Because they're ideologically incoherent. Yeah. They don't, and they they have don't have the, ideologies. They have the, back, the, 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 you know, the backbone of a chocolate eclair, right? To borrow from John Mulaney. Like they, you know, they have no, uh, you know, legs to stand on. Um, and like also, so my 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 two biggest you know uh, things with the view my one my the only thing I knew the view from before any of this right well the only thing I cared about it was is that one time they had Bill O'Reilly on <laughs> and they could not they literally fell before him like wheat before a scythe like he came on there and he just said one or two things like liberals are 
stupid and guns are awesome. And they just said, I can't do this. And they left one by one. They they brought this guy to their show and then had a hissy fit and left. So like one of them got up and was like, I can't do this. So they, they pulled what we call pulling a Ben Shapiro, right? Just like, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, I didn't know that this was, uh, I didn't know you're liberal, even though you're like the right leaning guy in your country. I didn't know that a liberal was going to attack Yeah, him. no, just 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 asking, acting like the victims. Like they, you, they invited him on. He got on there and just did his Bill O'Reilly shtick, right? Um, and, you know, uh, and they just fucking left instead and of refuting was, it or standing up against yeah, it. I Same remember, anything. They, I I distinctly remember Bill O'Reilly uh, when you know gay marriage was finally legalized, like federally. He was like, "What's next? People marrying g- goats?" You know, yeah. like I remember that was like his argument. But that was the argument everybody yeah. had. Also, he had a hopeful tinge to his voice too when he said that. Yeah, <laughs> you can't catch it in the. In the in the broadcast, but it's there. Yeah. Like, what's next? Uh, me, me, man. You know, I can marry my sexy seventeen-year-old farmer boy, uh, Pedro, who 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 you know who cleans my pools. What you know? What's next? Right? Please. Like <laughs> it might. It just might happen. It yeah. might. He also, uh, he also, you know, is doing a podcast now. So wasn't he like? Wasn't he the guy that like Megyn Kelly was like, hey, he like sexually assaulted me or whatever? Well, he, 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 a bunch of women came out. He had to pay like yeah twenty million, I think, in settlements. It was more than that. It, it was a bunch of money in settlements, and he got fired um, because Roger Ailes, I think, was dead, so he couldn't defend him anymore. Um, and then so he just went he's doing a podcast now and occasionally we'll tweet something and get dunked on because people are like hey aren't you the guy who you know had to pay a bunch of money to leave fox you know shit like that so he's having he's having a, a real good one real good time right now Do on, we- yeah i just, i brought that up because the image was eventually it was just bill o'reilly <laughs> on the set of the view by himself because they all left him, so he they're still got, filming too. Like he's just yeah, there, no, like twiddling his thumb. So he got to he got to own the set. I'm like how how like vapid and useless and like weak can you be to do that? To he like like John Stewart is not you know you know is not some like verbal master, and he took Bill O'Reilly apart every time he was on the show. Like John bullied you know Tucker Carlson into stop wearing his fucking bow ties. Like. That's what, you know what I'm saying? And like John Stewart is not some, you know, verbal mastermind. He's like, you know, a liberal, but he's like, he was competent enough to do that. And you can't do that. You're five people. You could gang up on them. Shriek, shriek in his direction and you'll win. (laughs) But they didn't do that. So while uh, Tucker Carlson remains bow tightless, I haven't checked. I haven't checked if he's got brought it back. No, he doesn't wear, he does wear like his suits. He wears the type of suits that make his head look massive, but I think that's also because of the camera on the show. Just asserting dominance with a big, big yeah, head. With a, with large, head. <laughs> large head, much bigger than your body. He goes into the barber and they have like a bike pump. He's like, I got, I got, I got a big show. I need, I need that head. Yeah, I get it real big. But while he is a despicable, horrible human being who's yeah. like a racist piece of shit. Yeah. He's surprisingly making pretty good points of well, late, which is yeah, he's he the greatest. Is, he's the greatest leftist thinker we have. Right? <laughs> he is borrowing very effectively from the left right now. He's borrowing our language. And very this effectively. this is what, you know, uh, Zizek was talking about. This is what Nagel was talking about. When you have right leaning people, the only people who are criticizing 
the left and you have this skewed perspective on it where people go or are criticizing capitalism they go holy shit like this guy makes a hell of a lot of sense and it's leading like you know like the jordan peterson fans are like oh shit like hell yeah like capitalism is the problem but also like fuck brown people right because like that's tucker carlson's whole stick and and when you have people you know who try to go on tucker carlson and you know try and like he starts agreeing with them or they start agreeing with him right it's uh they're trying to you know, trying to bring people over to the left-hand side of the political spectrum. But whereas, you know, he, like you said, he's, he's very good at uh, adopting like a, like a, 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 a populist, left, a leftist yeah. veneer, right? Yeah. He's, um, and, and well, it, it's a un- capitalist veneer, right? And it's, it's very, it's very unfortunate because when you have fucking Tucker fucking Carlson making these points, the only person actually making like coherent fucking points it just adds to his clout. It yeah. adds to people going, this guy makes sense. And then he can spew that racist bullshit that he spews. And he can spew the stupid bullshit that he spews. And people will listen. The thing is, he's tapping into like the materialism and, and the material nature instead of aesthetics. And like yeah. that's the thing. I mean, granted, aesthetics is kind of his past, and like hating brown people is aesthetic. Yeah, but he, he mixes he, he he mixes it in, and I think yeah, yeah. But, but, but he's he's right, yeah. he's when the left or liberals, I should say, are purely just focusing on aesthetics and pretend that material like needs don't exist. Yeah, that's why Tucker Carlson sounds like so coherent right now is because yeah. he's tapping into that. Everybody knows capitalism is messed up. Yeah, and. And if you're not going to talk about that and talk about, you know, safe, you know, to generalize safe spaces and like aesthetics, you're going to lose your audience and people are going to tune you out. And there's like a very selective audience. Yeah. But you have my boy TC up there, you know, preaching the good news about how we need to we need to bring down capitalism. It's like, you know what? This Tucker Carlson guy is pretty good. You know what? (laughs) This Tucker Carlson fellow, he's making some pretty good points. Just start watching Fox News. on (laughs) Okay. Um, I will say though, so if you look at, because there was the tweet, well, not the tweet, but the, the, the program he had, right. Talking about Amazon and Jeff Be- uh, Be- uh, Bezos, Bezos. Bezos. Bezos, yeah. Um, and so he sneaks in like his true agenda, right. Cause you know, he, you know, he's saying this is, this guy's the most, he's the richest person in the world and his workers, a lot of his workers aren't making livable wages yeah, food stamps and you're paying their welfare benefits so that's where he sneaks in what he really feels right um that's his argument right it's not that it's it's an injustice that this guy is making all this money and he's you know taking he's you know profiting off their wage labor and he's stealing their wages and all that shit the problem is you the taxpayer are paying the burden and that's a problem right and that's not you know, you could, you know, that that can be, you know, you know, in a leftist sense, a part of your argument saying mm-hmm. it's fucked up that, you know, not only is he not paying taxes. Not it's putting a burden on the rest of society. Yeah, we're, we're having to, to, to subsidize his own fucking company. Um, but with Turco Carlson, with the Fox News and the Koch brothers and all that shit, what they really want you to take well, away Koch brother, because, well. Ah, yeah, you reminded me. <laughs> fucking, good, good. Fuck him. Um, yeah, Coke, one. One left, motherfucker. <laughs> what if there's, are there three? Or are there just two? Were there two? I don't know. We have to check this because it might still be plural. Fuck. We'll check. Well, there, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll hope for now. Just Men of Coke. Coke. Yes, the Cokes. <laughs> um, 
uh, as a brand, right? What they want you to take away from that is that, well, fuck, we should, you know, we got to make it, you know, we got to make sure that we're not paying any welfare benefits. We should right? lower or, taxes so Jeff Bezos has to pay more. Well, the thing is, the thing <laughs> is, something is, like that. You're right. Like he, he is, he's co obviously he's co opting the argument. We all know that he's actually co opting the yeah. argument for his own designs. But the thing about it is, is that well, a couple things. One, he's not wrong, right? Like, because we, Taxpayers like are picking up that they yeah. are subsidizing the richest man in the fucking world, basically, right? And the whole thing is, um, when like when the, the biggest problem with Tucker Carlson's argument isn't even that; it's that he's he's saying like it, it kind of has a thin veneer of like a little bit of racism in there, right? Because it's just like oh, you know, because he's probably one of those like oh, look at the the look how many African Americans are on welfare, like you know, yeah, yeah. one of those types of guys. But also like he isn't critiquing he's not coming at it from a structuralist view he's not critiquing it from the structure of capitalism is wrong because he even says in that whole segment he's like listen i i like capitalism but yeah. only when capitalism is done right exactly. that's what gillibrand said too that was was, yeah. was her language was we need uh you know good capitalism ethical, ethical ethical capitalism. Capitalism. Ethical. in, in business school that. we talk yeah. about conscious uh social consciousness capitalism like yeah. you know the warren social said, welfare warren said the same thing too yeah, she's like capitalism. you know ethical capitalism and that's the thing like he's not realizing that the problem is capitalism that's itself. an oxymoron in itself yeah. yeah well like well carlson will never like he's not He's a bad. He, it's in bad faith. He's anyway. a bad actor. Yeah, he'll he'll never realize. Right, like like he's not coming at this from someone who's trying to work their way through but, a problem. Angela Nagel, not fucking wrong. We yeah. need leftist people. If if Tucker Carlson invites leftist people on his fucking show, don't go on there and fucking like agree a hundred percent with what he says. Challenge him a little bit, yeah. but also we need leftist voices. We've had a couple of them. We've had Liz Brunig. We've Bernie. had uh, Glenn Greenwald. We have Bernie. We have Nagel. Right? All these people. And they like, always get criticized. They always get like, ooh, should you have done should that? You, should you have I been mean, on yeah. Fox? And it's like you're ignoring that whole demographic. Isn't that what Clinton did? She said, why do we need to talk to these people in the Midwest? 100%. If you're yeah. ignoring that demographic, that's the most ideologically unsound demographic is the fucking people who watch Fox yeah. News. And if you can have a, a person who goes on there, a leftist thinker like Nagel, like Brunig, like whoever, who can go on there and change their fucking mind, like the Zizek Peterson debate, right? People, oh, why is he, he's, he's living, giving credence to Peterson. And people were like, no. He made like, him look I, like a total yeah, idiot. Like an idiot. And, yeah. and that's the thing. Like it, it, it went in Zizek's favor and people yeah. were like, holy shit. You know, so it's not even you have to change their mind so much as present an alternative, present an alternative and motivate them to go to vote for you. Right. You don't even have to have them agree with you 100 percent. Just motivate them to be like, you know what? I actually and my hope. My hope is that if if Carlson is, is saying something, because like even in his segment, he was like, why is Bernie the only one talking about this? Yeah, exactly. My, my hope would be like maybe they go, well, I mean, I agree that this is a problem. And Bernie is like a guy who is like very much you know, uh, militant and adamant about like fixing this. So maybe I will go with this guy. Right. And that it could be a double edged sword in that Tar Carlson could win might, might be pushing people towards Bernie. If he's saying Bernie's the only one adopting this rhetoric. I've learned uh, and that it doesn't matter, you know, what side you're coming from. If you're only hearing one voice, you know, you're living in the echo chamber mm -hmm. and that's a problem, whether on the left or on the right. And yeah. so I actually really enjoy watching, you know, any form of debate. 
or any point where you get, you know, I hate to call it the free marketplace of ideas. Yeah. yeah. But but like even Dave Rubin doesn't actually do that. You know, he's just supporting well, it. He's, like, with the, he's with the blaze now. And he's I mean, that's full, kind of full grift. Having gone through it myself, you know, like Matt and Cole, you know, the guys I'm doing the podcast with you guys helped uh, change my mind about a lot of things because yeah. before I was you know, I had my family telling me a bunch of stuff and then I had YouTube telling me a bunch of stuff and none of it was actually having another voice or another side of it. Yeah. And once I realized like, oh, the points you are making are like coherent, they're sound and they make a lot of sense. And I actually I actually agree with this. Yeah. I just had never had an alternative until this point. And imagine if you didn't imagine I'd if still you, be stuck in it. Imagine if you were sitting down. You're from, you know, the Southeast, wherever, and you're watching Tucker Carlson with your parents and you listen to your parents 24 fucking seven and there's no, and Tucker Carlson invites a leftist on his show, right? He invites a person who is definitely a socialist and they come on the show and then the people on the left going, why are you validating? Tucker Carlson is one of the highest rated fucking news programs already. Like, he's validated. Already. He's already validated. Like, you're not valid. You're not disvaluating his points by going, yeah, the millions of people that watch Tucker Carlson don't want to talk to them. Yeah. It's because left it like a lot of leftist thinkers, a lot of liberals, a lot of rad libs, even a lot of like weird fucking anti-far people. <laughs> anyway, they're like, they think that if you just ignore the problem, if you yeah. ignore those people, right? Cause they perceive them as the problem. If you the ignore plurables. those people, yeah. they'll, they'll go away. Right. I hate to tell you, sweetie, they're not fucking going away. Yeah. And see, Bernie knows that that yeah. you can't have that mentality. You have to go on. And now, wasn't Warren the one who refused to go on? Yeah, yeah. She vocally was because can she, we can we talk about Warren for a second? Like, I know we always talk about it, but just the picture today of her communicating with Hillary Clinton and like being all yeah, buddy buddy. You, you said that, yeah. and 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 just really quickly, I I know this is. Basically, the Warren hating podcast. But <laughs> well, there's more. I mean, Chapo is pretty Warren hating. Uh, they've down, had like one. They've had one like episode where they kind of shit on Warren. Just a like they they yeah. every once in a while. Well, though. anytime she's brought up uh, Matt Chrisman, uh, not to not to like you know. No, I know. I've else. listened to the episodes and I know exactly what you're talking about. And, and sometimes yeah. more of an Amy Klobuchar hating podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where the real. She's the Dude, strongest she's, candidate. Seth MacFarlane was like, you know, it's so great to see in a debate where, you know, people aren't getting their points in or not, you know, arguing effectively to have someone like Amy Klobuchar <laughs> giving giving coherent, you know, explicit talking <laughs> points. I'm like, yes, it's He's, so great that she's not fucking Seth, being violent with someone. Seth MacFarlane's just a fucking pay pig because she's like a dominatrix, right? She's like, yeah, eat, that, eat that salad with your, comb that hair that I ate my salad with. Fuck you, throwing <laughs> butters at people. She's like grinding Seth MacFarlane's balls with her high heels. <laughs> He's like, oh God, Amy. I've actually never met an A.B. Klobuchar <laughs> stand, but I guess Seth MacFarlane, there I, you go. I couldn't tell you. I think it's, I think Matt's correct, and it's, it's entirely men who want to be like fucking dominated because that's her that's her like appeal well see i was i was walking down the street the other day and like i was just thinking about how much i fucking absolutely love bernie right and then there's like this fucking woman comes up like this this like kind of cute chick comes up and starts talking to me and she's like oh you know i really like you know amy klobuchar and then i just like i just fucking stone cold stunned her like into the fucking ground (laughs) and i said bitch shut up dude's fucking rock 
<laughs> and then I walked away thinking about how I did a good toxic masculinity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not all bad toxic masculinity. Yeah. It's necessary. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you need to just, yeah, just you know, do an RKO <laughs> on someone. But anyway, just the actions of Warren and her stance of essentially being corporate friendly is extremely concerning. HRC 2.0, baby. I was going to, um, I saw, so the worst tweet I saw this weekend. Uh, I think yesterday was uh, one of those sort of blue, uh, blue check mark liberal types. <laughs> like, um, it will uh, never not be George Takei in my mind. Every time you bring up a blue check, it's, it's not oh, him, oh. but it's yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, is, it's uh, I think it was for the climate debate chain, uh, uh, climate change debate, um, where uh, you know a guy. Uh, you know, in the same vein as George Takei, it was like uh, Elizabeth Warren doesn't give answers; she gives TED talks. Oh like, yeah, that sounds fucking horrible. It's like, yeah, like, <laughs> to be like, lectured on everything to like to just let me tell her. you something. Yeah, climate change is real, and gosh darn it, we're gonna do something about it. We're, we're gonna have a green army. Yes. <laughs> Uh, ask them very, very nicely yeah. if they would stop using fuel bombs so instead of sending, to set the jungles on fire. Instead of sending nukes to the hurricane, we're going to send like, we're going to say, please stop. We're just going to, where's your manager? We're going to talk to your manager. Solar powered ICBMs to, to, to full of water to you know, stop the Amazon from burning. You know who else uh, uses uh, nukes to stop things? Venezuela. Venezuela. Oh, yeah. they! You realize that uh, Venezuela might be in cahoots with the Russians. Yeah, a nuclear Venezuela because of Russia. If people found out about this, they would never actually find out about it because they'd be they'd dead. be all dead. That's, okay, guys. That's the so best fucking that line. That line is straight from like a cheesy eighties. We've been going movie. for a long time, and so this this podcast is actually brought to you by Jack Ryan, the Amazon TV series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got yeah. About it's um, you know, it's a fun high octane thrill action with uh john krasinski starring jim from the office starring jim from the office where trust me all other countries bad america good does this mean we get to cancel the office now well we haven't already i got told someone i talked someone i was talking to recently was like i have an idea for the office but it's the coffice so whenever whenever they do those interviews like behind the scenes interviews, they're just caught. Co- there's, there's everyone just has like emphysema. Just how about instead of the office, it's the off him and it's just, oh, for, the just for the fellas. Isn't that just, um, <laughs> it's the office without Pam and Mindy K. The, yeah. the boys on, the boys, on uh, yeah. Amazon. <laughs> Amazon. Yeah. Also je- brought to you by Jeff Bezos and Jack Ryan. Brought to you by Amazon Prime. This, uh, this, this. Podcast. Anyway, Jack Ryan. Jack I think Ryan. Uh, the, they're I, <laughs> fucking collectively. No one would know because they'd already be dead. That's literally I've seen an '80s movie where that is the that is the plot point where it's like. Uh, Why would John Krasinski sign on to do that? Because he fucking sucks now. He might be tone deaf. He might like actually be a liberal. That's why. <laughs> so so that was my thing is that. Um, I figure, right, this this guy, you know, married Emily Blunt, right? Fucking lucky. Um, yeah. He has to be, I would imagine he's a liberal of some sort, right? But is he the liberal who is like... George Sakai um, liberal? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, like, oh, my. Depending there's, on like... There's yeah. nukes in Venezuela. Yeah, he's like, we have oh to, my. you know, because, you know, when that whole shit was happening the first time, you had a lot of liberals sort of, I mean, not split, but like you had two sides who were like, hands off Venezuela, don't go in there. Um, 
But others were like, this is a terrible regime that needs to be taken down. You know, human rights, right? Which is basically. But Bolsonaro is fine. Yeah, yeah. Brazil's cool. Yeah. He's just burning all of our oxygen. Why didn't they do Brazil? That would have been fucking perfect. An actual fascist fucking regime. Oh, because here's the thing Um, America. Because there are. Likes fascism. Yeah. The thing. So obviously, I think everybody just collectively, at least on Twitter, like we all saw it at the same time airing on TV and yeah. let out just the huge, are you fucking it's, kidding me? Dude, it's not even, it's not even just the Venezuela part. It's the fact that it's Russia supplying the nukes to Venezuela. Oh yeah, somehow they're still tied to it's it like, in 2019. It's, set, it's not set yeah. in the 50s, Capital, it's set it's in 2019. Now. Capitalist Russia is is definitely funding some communists. You know, but it's the, like, the, what the fuck okay, are you talking about? The idea that that is the worst thing going on in the world right now. What I think would have been way more interesting is if Jack Ryan, he infiltrates the CIA and realizes we're up to some shady shit. They couldn't do that. That would be incredible, <laughs> would though. Be incredible. Dude, how much yeah. fucking money, though, right? So so Jeff Bezos is like, I want to make a lot of money off this. And he goes to the, the military and he's like, yo, listen, give me a fuck ton of money and I'll just straight up make propaganda. And they're like, cool, bet, like... All right, we'll give you like we'll give you like half the fucking military budget. Here you yeah. go. And he's like, "Cool. Uh Venezuela bad, Russia bad, America good." How long that's, that's So so Josh you were saying it's a Tom Clancy property. So that'll yes. never happen, right? Because Tom Clancy never did any introspection. God, all raw raw like All his fucking novels were just like and they ran, and he was like training his fucking biceps. It's like very homoerotic almost. He's like he's training his biceps yeah. while he's cleaning his fucking Glock. Can I say so? So I read, and I thought I was having a stroke remembering this because all <laughs> Tom Clancy's stuff, yeah, rah rah, go America, whatever. But there's one where he wrote about like North Korea, like there's like a coup, right? Uh, this was when Kim Jong Il was still in power. And God so they the try to, yeah, they try to like seize nukes and nuke North South Korea. In the end of the movie is like the the good white American guy like running to stop it, but he's too late and the nukes go up. But then the North Korean military shoots it down. And I was like, that's a fucking actually like good. That's a ending? plot point. That's like nuanced. <laughs> like you know, North Korea. You know. The regime doesn't want nuclear war. I thought that was like interesting, but I might be <laughs> like, like, "Here's our head general. It's General Kim, and it's just like a, it's like a McCarthy look. Like it's just a white guy like yeah. chomping on a fucking cigar. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> like we got it. Like trying, like not speaking Korean at all, just speaking English. Well, a, Br- a British accent, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I read this in middle school, so I'm not sure if it's like a fever dream that I just <laughs> made up because that sounds way too good for a Tom Clancy novel. Oh, 100 percent, yeah. It's actually a Stephen King short story. Fuck, so, I believe it. So, Jim from the Office deciding to make propaganda, and it's premiering yeah. during football, and literally everybody just being like, "The fuck is this?" <laughs> like, like it's, it's so, so unrelevant. So I saw a theory. They were really yeah, banking on Venezuela. That's exactly. They were really banking on us going to fight Venezuela. That was my theory: is that this is literally they they wrote this when they thought that the coup was going to go forward. And this was their way of being like, look, folks, this is how this is how we present the coup as a good thing, right? Speaking of which, uh, Homie is uh, being prosecuted. The, Wait, the uh, Gu- Guido or whatever? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for treason. For yeah. treason. For, and it's like, I mean, dude, it's... Rightly so. No, yeah. no, it's like about fucking time. Like, because 
He just he straight up came to America and was like, hey, can you help me overthrow my government? And he came back and with fucking impunity. Nothing fucking happened. And that was his like, whole, the, like, yeah. like Maduro wasn't like, yo, fuck you, dude, and like killed him. He was <laughs> yeah. just like chilling. And then he was like, maybe I need to do something, right? So then he, I think he's he's in like a neighboring country right now, isn't he? Or or was no, he came back to Venezuela, and they were just like cool with it. They were like, whatever. That's what's man. so funny is that the, like his whole thing was that I, it's unsafe for me. I'm you know there. I'm enemy number one, and he was just in there, and like no one just was chilling. trying to murder him. Like not even like not even like like a car bomb or like you know like a guy walked up to him with like an umbrella and then not shot even him Jack Ryan. Yeah, you know? not even like like a, like a, like he was strangled with like fiber wire. He was just cool. It's like your whole argument is that you're like so oppressed and you're just living openly and it's just now nine months later that they finally were like okay i guess we'll charge this literal fucking like insurgent for oppression (laughs) but the um, treason the fact that jack ryan as a property is being is a tv show you know it's in the ether that that means there are people out there in a sizable chunk who are still living in like a cold war fantasy world where communism bad america good and most of those people liberals most of those people are liberals they're like it's the whole russia gate shit right like russia altered our election right and it's like this whole scariness like oh no russia like if they alter our fucking listen we alter elections all around the world like whatever i might do some oppo research and watch the first season of it because apparently as far as i know the first season wasn't about it was, a, it was like terror. It was like updated for like now. So it was mm-hmm. about like terrorism in the Middle East or something. Brown people bad. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I all I all I had to go off on the first season is the promos, and then my one of my history professors being like, "Yeah, it was pretty good." Um, so that's all I know. About Maybe the we'll first have season. to do the Jack Ryan extravaganza episode where we watch all two seasons of Jack Ryan and do a recap yeah. of like a meta analysis. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. I'll watch like a couple episodes of season two just to get the Venezuela. And then we're like, shit, dude. Like, you're right. Like, Venezuela is fucking awful. What if it's actually like super nuanced and the trailers just show it as this propaganda piece, but it's actually super critical of like. No one will know because no one will watch it. They They, like redub like him saying Venezuela, but it's actually just like insert country here. It's like whatever they want. Like, it's like. (laughs) We're going into. Venezuela. Yeah. It's like we're going into Argentina, but it's like Venezuela, <laughs> you know, whatever, right? But Josh, what if you're right? What if the movie ends with him becoming a like a like a like a like the like <laughs> he pledges his allegiance to Maduro to the red, <laughs> to the red vanguard? He's like, he's like right. I pl- I, I'm gonna I'm gonna spread socialism to every corner of the earth. That'd be a, that'd be so that'd be great. great. John Krasinski's best acting came when he never said a fucking thing in in a quiet place. So maybe. Uh, you know, maybe hopefully after this. See, that's the thing. Like he he did a quiet place. People loved it. Bad movie, but people loved it. And they were like, they were like, cool. It gave him fucking confidence to where he can make this propaganda bullshit. Which, you know, the quiet place (laughs) overshadowed one of the greatest movies of our time. Bird box, which was obviously quiet place was just a ripoff of that. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I, I Josh, I, I, I really cannot get over the, 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 um, you know, will already be dead in line. That's literally like, it's like, I can imagine an eighties movie called like, like, uh, like don't pick up the phone. Cause if you, you know, like you can't call someone cause you'll be like, hello. And then they'll die. Right. You can't warn anyone about it because they're already dead. Cause they picked up the phone. Yeah. Do you think, um, 
Do you think the reason that Joe Biden's eye was bloody was because he watched the trailer for Jack Ryan beforehand? He I saw a sneak preview. He saw he, no. He saw an early screening of the Joker. That's why his <laughs> oh he yes. handled the edge yeah. and, and all the you know the the gripping. Narrative. He hated women so much after that watching the Joker. Burst. He thought about all the women who's, who's who's cursed him and his <laughs> eye burst with blood. Biden he goes he's like takes off his glasses. He doesn't wear glasses, but I just imagine <laughs> he, he finishes. He takes off his glasses. He sets them down. And he's like, I used to think that life was a tragedy. <laughs> but now I see it's a comedy. <laughs> All I have are negative thoughts. The, so the I best come in here every week. The best thing that, that co- has come from the Joker movie, uh, there's a couple of great things. One was like, there was a tweet today that I saw and it was like, holy shit, I didn't realize violence was good until I saw the Joker. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's like, yeah, number of incels before the Joker, zero. Number of incels after, a million, million. right? Uh, The other one was when he's like, in the commercial, he's playing peekaboo with the kid. It's the the kid and the the mother's like, what? And it's like... Stop messing with my kid, which is bullshit because like, I've been like, I've been around parents like my sister has a kid and if someone is like playing like it's like the, it's they like love the, that yeah they love it it's she's like, like yeah she's like what are you doing like kind of acting like he's weird and he's doing like this weird face and it's just like come on lady it's just another word <laughs> yeah, <I saw laughs> she, she's African American so what you funny. can say it yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just saying it where he's like well I thought well, why why I, well, well, why, why do you get to say it in the, it's in the rap <laughs> yeah. yeah I once thought that my life was a tragedy and then I realized it was hey <laughs> listen uh, when you bring me out can you introduce me as <laughs> <laughs> no I'm not gonna say I'm, I'm not saying N-word. the n-word <laughs> on stage <laughs> I'm Robert De Niro over here I'm not gonna say the n-word come on he's like he's like Robert De <laughs> oh I guess he'll just call me uh, just so, Joker then. You, you know obviously this, the screenplay uh, the writer just misunderstood that you can't have a bad guy be the protagonist. protagonist because Josh here's the thing is that protagonist means that good guy good boy good guy <laughs> and everything he does should be replicated by people in real life right so no <laughs> one who's ever been a protagonist has ever done anything bad dude every time I just play video games I'm just like oh man I really need to just like shoot up an airport right someone now. has to say it taxi driver cannot be made today <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly Listen, they made what? Taxi Driver. It was called Stuber. With Kamel, oh, my God. Uber. Oh, yeah. That definitely had, like, you know, inflections on, like, society. A couple yeah. other things as well. Uh, someone said that Lana Del Rey's the Joker for girls. That <laughs> one's pretty good. I've listened, I've listened to it. Uh, Norman fucking there. Rockwell. Yeah, it's pretty um, good. I listened to a couple of songs on it. Um but yeah, Summer so they said that. Sadness. And then, of course, the, the only correct take that no one fucking acknowledge me for you motherfuckers Sorry, you man. motherfuckers <laughs> like i'm just gonna go, i'm just literally gonna be like i'm like so depressed i'm just gonna walk into the joker and be like you know what it like society is the problem like we <laughs> do need to rise up gamers rise up we've been oppressed for too long you get tackled by police You're like yeah. he's, he's, he's knows too, too, too much They're covering your mouth like don't speak it <laughs> yeah he brought a nintendo switch with him quick arrest him beat his ass yeah, so uh, there's only three types of stories. Everyone knows this. There's only three types of stories. And I guess maybe we could say there's four types of stories now, right? There's the hero's jer- journey, the heroine's journey, Jack Ryan, and the Joker 2019. <laughs> um, well, so so again, to borrow from Chapo, but they just had a really good take on the, the like the sort of the moral panic around the movie. 
Um, yeah, I listened to that podcast. Yeah, where so they brought up that was that paywall episode because no, I think it was. I, I don't think so. No, 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 the paywall episode was about the Jeremy Reader app, which was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. Um, On his Instagram, he had like he was talking about the Sony Marvel or the the Spider Man whatever deal, right? Yeah. And he was just like <laughs> Renner Forever or something. Like he it was like hashtag Renner Forever, and it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know, like, yeah, I, I met, like the, the image I have of Jeremy Renner is a guy in his 40s who had a band when he was in high school and has just really never let that go because he does make music. Which, yeah, he had like a promo with Jeep. Yeah, which, yeah. So I just imagine him always in like just jeans and like a tank top and, a, and a, like always calling his friends and be like, hey, we're going like, to come to my garage and we, we make some music. You heard yeah. me singing in the shower, like. Was also, that Bruce Springsteen? Did you think it? Did you for a second think it was did Bruce you think Springsteen? Because, because you know, like I've always thought of myself as like Bruce Springsteen, so I don't know. So if you were in my house and you happened to hear Bruce Springsteen, it could have been and me. And then me. Hey, do you know like, I'm Hawkeye? Like that's pretty cool, right? Good bow and arrow guy, yeah. right? Um, but okay. So oh, I wanted to say yeah. something about the Joker. That's fucking. There's a couple. There's two things that's fucking hilarious. One, <laughs> Jared Leto. Did all that bullshit oh my God. for months, and oh, now he's man. no longer the Joker, which is funny. Fucking rip. <laughs> uh, and the other thing was, IGN gave the Joker a ten out of ten. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> like, of course, IGN gave a Joker a ten out of ten. I actually like IGN. Like, salute. Like, that is so like bold. that's so bold to be like this movie is perfect. <laughs> It's not just good. The fucking gaming website said that the Joker movie was perfect. It's not just good. It's not just great. Kotaki gave it an 11 out of 10. Perfect. And I fucking love that. I actually really love that they just went all out and said, fuck it. Not only are we going to praise it, we're going to say it's the best movie that's come out this year. Um, Fuck. I was just... oh, So the good take was this moral panic. It's like like Spike Lee did do the right thing. And in that movie, there's... And a um, bunch of liberals got upset about it. A bunch it. of liberals got upset and said, well, this is showing, this is depicting African-Americans rioting over racial violence or whatever. God forbid um, they actually do that. Right. And they said, and the worry was, what if they watch this movie and do that? And it's the same argument now being applied to Joker where they're saying, what if people decide suddenly now that they're going to be, you know, they're going to take their violent, their anger and sadness out in the world. And like, like they're doing already. Like the we the, have like the dozen mass shootings we've had in the last two weeks. Like they're doing that shit already. They summed it up really well in the in the Chapo podcast, which is perfect in saying that the the liberals think that politics and like decision making is uh, trickled down from culture. Yeah, from culture. Yeah, the it's two downstream, actually yeah. barely downstream. barely overlap. Oftentimes, that yeah. the political like. The popular opinion is not actually represented in politics. So, yeah. what's yeah, what's interesting is also like uh, Anna from Red Scare. She was saying that everyone tries to like graft politics, like fit everything neatly into like a political, like an American binary box, right? And like try to like read into stuff like more and more. And one of the biggest problems, one of the biggest reasons why like 
we're so depressed now is because like we we do we graft politics onto literally everything and yeah. there's no longer that separation between uh life and art right yeah. like and that's the thing like we you know uh art imitates life but only so far it's not supposed to be a one-to-one recreation of it because then it's just real life right and yeah. when you when you go okay well listen we have these like comic book movies and like, oh, this comic book movie is commenting on incels. And it could be, right? You could read that into it. Which it, but it the, might not. But the know? biggest problem is like not every single thing that is like an incel, like right, like the Joker film, is not necessarily commenting on incels. Yeah. It could just be a dumb movie about like one of the dumbest supervillains that's ever fucking existed. <laughs> the Joker fucking sucks. He's a dumb villain. Like, and the thing is, like, as a gamer, I'm a highly offended. Yeah, yeah. Matt, and, I, you're alone in this. And and the thing is, like, when you go, okay, the Joker has to fit like into our current time. Like, why does he? Why? Yeah. Why, why? does he? Right. You. It's the same people who go, oh, okay, well, you know what, Game of Thrones. Actually, instead of being like a sweeping critique of like feudalism or whatever, it's actually about Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, it's you know? about electoral politics. Yeah. I think, Matt, you made a good point. We could go on about how one of the problems with, with just like intaking information is we always see it through the modern lens. Like any piece of work, we have a hard time like trying to think back to that time and what the context was then. And we make everything about what is it like now so yeah. you know we could go on and on and on about that yeah well i mean my 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 take on this is that this is a comic book movie your moral panic over it is stupid batman so i i am a big fan of dc comics of the bat family right so i've read quite a few both batman and batgirl have had arcs where they fight literal ventriloquist dummies they fight dummies that have come to oh, life ventriloquist yeah not even just the ventriloquist, but just the dummy itself, like, is alive and they're fighting it in a fist fight. They have a fist fight with a dummy, like that's. But the, Batman doesn't kill it, right? So if we make a movie about the dummy, right, are we gonna say this is too dangerous? What you know, we can't have people watch this. What are they gonna do, right? And like, um, who's that one woman who had just cerebral brain leaking take after take about the Joker? Oh, uh, is her name was Claire or something? Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the the Ryo chick where she's like, "That's another dumb. That's another dumb woman. Of, that's another wanna, dumb woman." I don't want to paint. I want to paint a broad picture. Basically, you don't want to paint a broad picture. If you're yeah. a woman on Twitter, but a lot of women, get the fuck off. It's a dude's only zone. Yeah, there has been a few. When women, Bernie gets yeah. fucking elected, okay. When all the fucking dudes, we're all going to start practicing toxic masculinity. Yeah, we're kicking you know? all the women off. off it's, it's a it's a boys only, only club. Boys only, bitch. Um, yeah, stop menstruating all over Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, God. well, she said something like. We haven't we haven't grappled with the fact and this is what she said, the fact that Heath Ledger's Joker like like influenced a, a shooter, the, the Aurora shooter. Oh yeah. I was and actually thinking about that. That's not yeah, and it it's not true. a it's not a fact. It's not a, true at all. B it's like yeah, his our mythologi- uh, mythologizing Mythologizing. mythologizing, mythologizing. There we go. Of him, his own mythologizing of his own motives. So my thing was he didn't do like 
like so if he wanted to be inspired by the Joker, what he would have done is he would have went in there and he would have like packed the 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 sodas with like laughing gas that actually kills you. Come in a print song. You yeah. Know? That's what the Joker did, is that he'd be like, Oh, I, I you know, I've released a bunch of bouncing balls, but they're filled with poisonous scorpions. Like shit like that, right? He just shot people. Like that's not a Joker thing. That's any old asshole can get a gun and shoot people. He just dyed his hair orange. It's an American thing. Yeah, and that yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like even the Cumtown boys are saying this. Like that is just like it's such like a it's almost like a Mandela effect, right? Like we all remember we go okay the roar shooter was like modeling himself after the joker or whatever and then it's like that's not at all what he was doing he yeah. literally just went in there and killed people yeah like he wasn't he wasn't and saying, it happened to be during the dark night yeah, yeah it happened to be during the dark night rises yeah and like that's the thing like we 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 try to graft like that meaning onto it right because we go it's such a scary time where people are fucking dying and people are like everyone's fucking depressed we're all killing each other we're killing ourselves all this shit no one's having sex anymore yeah. art sucks listen i can help with that just give me a chance yeah. <laughs> and and you know we're we're going oh he, this is the problem this is the problem this is the problem right like and the then art, it's yeah. it's the the fucking joker isn't the fucking problem the problem is people are fucking depressed and why are people fucking depressed capitalism yeah like it is so fucking simple and these people just go they've always looked for fucking scapegoats literally everywhere they've been doing it forever jack uh jack white or whatever his name was like in the 90s he was like oh video games are violent they're gonna kill yeah. people people have been doing this forever right and like yeah. i was talking to a friend about this and he said if you look throughout history Video games are violent. They cause people to kill people. Movies are violent. They cause people to kill people, right? The people said that about books. When books started coming out, they yeah. said novels are violent. To They're kill a mockingbird. People. They women, said that about words. Women, when, when writing yeah. happened. They, they, they said in like the 19th century, like women shouldn't read romances because it will excite them too much. And then they'll die or they'll just go out and fuck a bunch of people. Because they, if they read a, a book about a guy and a woman falling in love, they just can't handle it. Well, of course they can't handle it. We all know how the ladies are, right? You just fucking, like, you talk about good ideas. You say, listen, you know, this movie that we saw, The Joker, had a lot of great ideas. And we just need to act upon them. And they're just like, oh, no. And they faint. They die from fainting. Right. I'm reading Jane Austen. That's That's what's going on. Well, even in, you know, the greatest book ever written, sold more copies than any other book ever, the Bible, um, (laughs) the first woman, you know, she's tricked by, you know, showing what the world really is like. And that's that's actually terrible for women. They just can't handle it. Toxic masculinity. I support Bernie Sanders. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, we're not doing him any favors, right? Let's just pull these clips out of context. But, uh, you know, next week, uh, maybe we'll have watched some more Jack Ryan. Got that in our system. I think that might be a good homework project is to watch some of it, not all of it. Matt, you don't have to watch Jack Ryan. We forgot the ad spot. Okay, this this pod is brought to you by Disney. Um, Have you Uh, ever wanted a fascist regime in America? Are you afraid that communism is coming back? Well, just go and watch baby movies that are made by Disney and also watch Jack Ryan and that will complete your experience. This pod has been brought to you by, once again, the Disney fascist Disney. Disney Can can we try to get John McCain to be a sponsor of the show? He's dead, Josh. You get a Ouija board? We can try that out. Hey, we're talking to... We're talking to John McCain. Hey, hey, Biden, you want to join? We're talking to John McCain. Okay, hold on.
Oh, he's like getting possessed. That's what that's what called it. That's the blood. <laughs> he's like trying to suck Ghost John McCain's dick. No, what gave <laughs> what gave Biden the blood eye? This is what happened. Is that he had a clear, coherent thought, <laughs> and it was so strenuous for him that his his eye exploded. Because <laughs> usually his brain is just a jumbled mass of nothing, right? And then he had a thought where he goes. You know, um, I'm I'm floundering. I, I'm drowning right now. His you mind know? is like the Ark of the Covenant in the yeah. in the Indiana Jones movies, and that's actually what killed the Ivanka, son. Ivanka, <laughs> yeah. come here. Listen, look, <laughs> Sleepy Joe, right? Popped his blood vessel in his eye sleeping because he's old. Get it? That's what I was gonna like. Put him up against Trump, and Trump will just go. Hey, is your, is your eye gonna fucking explode again, you moron? And then the crowd, uh, and he'll lose. Like, well, Obama, the, well, Obama says, you know, I can't do a Joe Biden, but it's like, well, the Obama, you know, the thing see, is. Did you see that bit where, where Joe couldn't remember Obama's name? No, that <laughs> he, really happened. He literally was like talking to people and he goes, well, well you know, when I was serving with, um, well, not, you know, not, is, not uh, Bush, he not basically, Clinton. he basically just said, like, well, you know, you know his name. I don't have to say it. Yeah. He just says, the burp I worked with before in the White House. <laughs> the one thing he said his campaign on, he's literally like, uh, you know the guy. You know his name. I don't have to like. I don't even have to it. say it. Yeah. That's how good this person <laughs> my, is. Whatever he is. My black friend. Yeah. You know his name. Yeah. So next podcast, expect a heavy Jack Ryan pod. Yeah. Exclusively, we're gonna get into John Krasinski's like politics and personal beliefs. That might, I don't know. And remember, folks, um, as the great Billy Joel once said, "We didn't start the fire; it was Bolsonaro." <laughs> <laughs>